Mike Sklenz, and this is Nintendo World Report's Connectivity Podcast, episode 109, I Like to Screw With People. We've got uh, three segments on the show for you this week. First up is This Week in Nintendo with the twin twins, Scott and Neil. After that, Neil, Zach, and Tyler dig in on the Arkham Origins games. And finally, Scott interviews Don on his time spent with Super Mario 3D World. Enjoy the episode. And welcome to This Week in Nintendo. I'm your host, Neil Ronahan, and with me, as most always, Scott Thompson. Hello! Hi. <laughs> um, let's start off with the big one. Uh, we Fit You. I have I have it downloaded. I tried to turn it on, but I don't have my balance board right now. So it just was like, do you have a balance board? And I said no. And they're like, come back when you have a balance board. And <laughs> See you later. Turned off. Um, so, We Fit You is available as of today, or yesterday, as of recording. Um, by the time you hear this, you can go and get your free trial on a, on your Wii U if you have a balance board. And if you buy a Fit Meter for $19.99, you can make that month-long free trial permanent. So, Woo! essentially, you can get We Fit You for 20 bucks. But, Scott, you've gotten to play it. Uh, what do you think so far? Um... I like it so far. I, I still have to, like, really get into all the workouts, but I did a lot of the, like, balance games last night with my wife, and the yeah. new ones they had are actually a, a lot of fun, and actually, like, I, I don't want to say a pretty good workout, but, like, you'll definitely work up a sweat doing them. Um, there's a lot where, like, it involves kind of, like, walking on the uh, on the balance board to move yourself. Um, that's, that, that's really weird, because I, I played Puzzle Squash at a demo a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, that's like, like the tennis how, like, one, you, right? Like, you, like, shovel your feet on the, on the balance yeah. board. Um, but I kind of like, like it for some, like, there's the, the dining room one. Did you do that one where you're a waiter? Yeah, that, that was, uh, uh, I might have played that, because that was E3 two years ago. Yeah, that, that yeah I've had, had that for a while, but that, one, that one's a lot of fun. You hold the balance board out in front of you, and then you, you have to... You know, or the well, gamepad. Or the gamepad, I'm sorry. You have the balance board. Yeah, <laughs> the gamepad. There's so many goddamn peripherals. I know. That's absurd. You hold it in All front right, of you. You need, you need two nunchucks. You need a Wii <laughs> Remote. You need a gamepad. You need a balance board. Well, yeah, for, and, for uh, the, the dance mode now, you have to hold two, two, uh, two Wii Remotes for the dance the dance mode. You have to have two <laughs> Wii Remote Pluses, nonetheless. Um, so go pick up Wii Party U and get an extra yeah. Wii Remote Plus. It's well worth it. Wii Party U is fantastic. Agreed. Um, but yeah, so that that one's fun. You got to keep the gamepad balanced in front of you while you're like stomping your feet in place on the balance board to to move yeah. around, and and you like kind of you shift the balance board like left and right to turn, and it actually works really well. Um, and was fun. And what else? There's the trampoline one where you know you're just trying to bounce higher and higher, so you're you're basically doing squats, and but you just yeah. don't realize it. You're, you're like getting down low as you're landing on the trampoline, and then you extend your legs as fast as you can to like get as much height as you can, and. It's actually, you know, it's fun, and I mean, I'm I'm kind of feeling it a little bit in my abs today, so I'm um, excited like to do more of the workout stuff. But um, you know, for twenty yeah. for twenty dollars, ostensibly twenty dollars, if you already have the balance board, it, it it's seeming right now like you know like a, a decent purchase if if you're interested in, in working out at all. Obviously, <laughs> if you have no interest in like getting up off your couch, then even for the free trial, you probably aren't going to have much fun. But yeah. Um, I'm excited to dive into this. Uh, it's been a while since I've kind of like I didn't play Wii Fit Plus at all. I yeah. did get into Wii Fit a little bit when it first came out, but I think that the kind of integration on Wii U, how you know it is a download, it's not a disc. Um, how you'll probably it'll probably be easier to check in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think I might actually keep doing it for a while, which would be fun. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm like horrendously out of shape, but I, I could use it. I could use it. Um, so moving on to the other Wii U retail games, we also have uh, Ben 10 Omniverse 2, which will be available next Tuesday, November 5th. Uh, that is uh, based off the Ben 10 series, mm -hmm. and it's developed by High Voltage Software. I don't think it's related to the conduit at all, but <laughs> maybe. Maybe they tie in at the end. I know. I I played or reviewed one of these a couple years ago, one of the Ben 10 games, and they're pretty fun. They remind me a lot of like cameo elements of power, the Xbox 360 launch game, where you're kind of switching between different characters to, you know, they each have different abilities. Like one guy might have like a, a triple jump or something, while the other ones, you know, he'll break down walls. Like, uh, you know. Nothing too complicated, but if you have a child or, for some reason, you're really into Ben 10, then Omniverse 2 is probably worth getting. Yeah. Uh, we also have Lego Marvel Super Heroes, which actually came out a couple weeks ago, and now it's coming to the eShop, which is, I guess, a little weird, but whatever. Well, because lately they've been so good about getting stuff yeah, day, day and day. day. Um, I know uh, Kurt... Curtis Bonds, uh, he's reviewing it. I'm actually going to check my email because it's not up on the site yet, but he, he, sent in an, he sent in a draft, and I'm going to see what he gave it in his draft. Bum, bum, bum. Um, we're going to come back to it because I need to sign into my other email. <laughs> I, well, I've been hearing good things about this, and I, I generally like the, the LEGO games, so my wife and I have been kind of eyeing this as a, a good multiplayer option. I mean, I adored LEGO Batman, so yeah. if it's like that with Marvel characters, who I'm more familiar with anyway... Um, then I'm in. I know, yeah, yeah, he was he was rough on it right now, and uh, th this might not be final, but he gave it a five and a half Ugh. out of ten. Um, he lauds the presentation graphic sound, says the writing's pretty good, and there's a lot of collectibles. But the gameplay's dull, the writing's a bit juvenile, but he just said there was decent writing. Yeah, uh-oh. This is why we edit. Um, and bare bones Wii U functionality, but I mean, as long as that is off TV play, I don't think that's... It doesn't even need that. I don't even care. I never use off TV play, so not, yeah. not, none of the bads necessarily sounded bad to me. I mean, I'm I'm fine with the kind yeah. of standard yeah, Lego gameplay. So I mean, that's the thing with Lego games is that they're all they're kind of homogenized at this point, where you know they have varying degrees of polish. Like I would definitely say that Lego City Undercover was probably the most polished Lego game in recent memory yes. because of Nintendo. Yeah. Um, but if you like the license that's at hand. You'll probably enjoy that game because there will always be a lot of you know nods and stuff to yeah. to that property, <clears throat> and it's just you know very basic gameplay that yeah it might be a little old and boring, but if you just want to you know play some shit with a Lego Tony Stark who's cracking wise, then this is probably better than any Iron Man game that came out. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> so yeah, um, I, I'm I'm gonna give it a go regardless, and we'll see how it is. Yeah, and I think also if you play this, uh, this is, I think Let Go Marvel Superheroes might be what Disney Infinity with Marvel characters would turn into. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, look forward to that, I guess. <laughs> and that's it for Wii U retail games. Uh, 3DS, we have Lego Marvel Superheroes Universe in Peril, which is the 3DS version of Lego Marvel Superheroes. Uh, Zach Miller's reviewing that one. I think he's near the end of it. Um, and judging from Twitter, his responses are probably more in line with what Kurt thought of the Wii U version. Yeah. But I know that, I mean, he's been he's been going between that and Batman Arkham Origins, and I don't think he's too upset about doing that. So, can't be that bad. But I've played a bunch of the 3DS LEGO games, and they're usually a little bit worse than, than like, the, uh, the, 
through Wii U and Wii Brethren, but they're still pretty solid. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's just you remove the multiplayer in those. Um, next up, we got Beyblade Evolution. Uh, that's a, another retail game coming to the eShop. I believe that's available now. Um, I feel like Beyblade isn't out yet, but we have it listed as being out. Um, I'm not that familiar with Beyblade. I know it's like you have these spinning tops, and you try to like knock out other spinning tops or something. Didn't we just do a segment recently with someone, and they were telling us that Beyblade's actually kind of very popular somewhere? What, what segment? Yeah, it is. Who are we talking I to? I don't know who. I know, I think Carmine played it somewhat recently. Yeah. I, mean, I thought we were on a segment, or maybe I was editing in a segment, and it was like, after people were done talking, they mentioned, I don't, it came up somewhere recently, yeah. like somewhere in Europe it's very popular or something, or yeah, I, Japan, I, know that it, I don't know. It, it is popular somewhere yeah. in the world. Um, but Beyblade Evolution, uh, it's a 3DS exclusive game, and it uses, like, you can use Street Pass, I think, to battle ghosts of other players and stuff like that. You can even use AR cards, which uh, they they say that in the included AR card, you can battle in a virtual arena. But if you're buying it off of the eShop, I don't think you could do that. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it seems like it, it takes advantage of the 3DS, and it, it might be fun if you're into Beyblade. Yeah. If you are into Beyblade and you know where it's popular, <laughs> tell us. To connectivity <laughs> at NintendoWorldReport.com. We'd love to know. Yeah. Um, then we got Ben 10 Omniverse 2, also on 3DS. Uh, this is a different version than the Wii U one. This one is developed by First Playable Productions. Uh, they do a bunch of licensed games. I know I've seen their name all over the place over the years. Um, we've got Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures on 3DS, which is different from the Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures game that came out on Wii U a couple weeks ago, I think maybe last week. Um, this is a, a platformer. Uh, 2D platformer that, as far as I know, is apparently shit. <laughs> um, I mean, it seems, you know, 2D platformer, that sounds fun, but apparently it's not a very good 2D platformer, hmm. from what I've heard from people who have played it. And then last, on the 3DS retail side, we got Saban's Power Rangers Megaforce, which is a 3DS game about the Power Rangers. So. And their, their latest incarnation, which is Megaforce. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, the more you know. Yeah. Um, on the 3DS and Wii U eShop, we've got two sales. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4 is $40, which... Wasn't this on sale you, just recently? I feel like we just yeah, recently yeah, talked. Sale. Yeah. You, you know what it's called? It's called this shit on for $50 on the eShop is crazy. Yeah. Um, it should, that's that's just I, what the price should be yeah. permanently on the eShop. I mean, I'm fine yeah. $50 for the retail version because you get that awesome set. The, like, the, what, yep. You get the soundtrack, the player's guide, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, $50 for the same thing without any of that extra content is dumb. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and then on the Wii U, we got BitTrip Runner 2, or BitTrip Presents Runner 2 Future Legend of Rhythmalian <laughs> is $9.99 instead of its regular $14.99. Uh, and that one is right away until November 7th, whereas the Mega 10 sale won't start until Mon- probably after you hear this, depending on when you listen to it. It's Monday to the following Sunday. Yeah, so you got a week. Or Monday, Monday to Monday. Yeah. Um, 3DS eShop, we got Angry Bunnies. <laughs> Just so great. I mean, you're not even trying anymore at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, it's a Slovakian game studio called Sopronia. That's who developed this game. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. also made the Cake Ninja series. Oh, sure. Scott. 
what is the cake ninja series like oh man what well the gameplay are you are you cutting <laughs> cutting fruit i mean cakes yeah i would think you're cutting uh cutting cakes uh, with some swipes yeah. at the touch screen sounds about right yeah um, and Angry Bunnies uh, features 150 levels of physics-based puzzles <laughs> that involve players slingshotting bird bunnies and uh, and hit foxes, not pigs. No, never. And uh, you know, there's some cute animation. I, I hear they might be doing like Angry Bunnies Battlestar Galactica. Something. <laughs> That'd be great. Star Trek. Just got like all all the like all the reject stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. So it couldn't even be Battlestar because that was like that was successful. Angry it had to Bunnies, be Farscape. Yeah, exactly. Angry Bunnies, Stargate, something or other. I don't know. Uh, Stargate Atlantis, Angry Bunnies. Yeah, <laughs> or like Angry Bunnies, Freebirds. Wait, no, 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 not that one. <laughs> Angry Bunnies, Hop. Angry Angry Bunnies, Birds of Prey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you got everything covered. The other 3DS eShop game is Arcade Classics 3D. Um, it's an arcade collection of games. There's six of them. There's like a shooter. There's a puzzle game. Um, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yup. Uh, the Wii U Virtual Console, we got some cool shit. We got Super Castlevania 4. Yeah, uh, that's just awesome. In time for Halloween. Um, and I got this on Wii. I kind of forgot I got this on Wii until I looked on the eShop and I was like, you have a discount. I'm like, oh, really? Great. That's awesome. Um, so I downloaded this. I haven't played it yet, but I really like this game. It's probably, honestly, one of my favorite Castlevania games. This is the like, this is the first Super Nintendo one, right? Well, there's only yeah. one Super Nintendo one. Well, yeah, I think there I think there's a second Super Nintendo one, but it might not have come out in America. I just remember this one that like went full out with all the Mode Seven stuff. Like, isn't yeah. there like a rumor like it's just completely rotating around you the whole time or something? Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that as a kid and being like, "This shit's never gonna get better looking." <laughs> well, I mean, it really didn't because then they're just like, "Oh, what are we gonna do after this?" I don't know, Metroid games. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we can't top four, guys. Move on. <laughs> Although I guess they did do because well, I think Castlevania Bloodlines was Genesis, and then Rondo of Blood was Turbo Graphics. So I think this might have been the only Super Nintendo Castlevania game. Yeah. Um, and then on the 3DS Virtual Console, we have Mylon's Secret Castle, which uh, go through the RFN backlogs if you want to hear Johnny Metz talk talk extol the virtues. Of Mylon's Secret Castle. <laughs> um, I've been reading a lot about this game because I've always been curious about it, mostly because of Johnny, and uh, I don't think I'm going to get it. Nah, no. Yeah, I mean, there was a, I, I think a younger, a younger person, um, a younger version of Neil would have gotten this game and probably enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not that I don't think I'd enjoy it, but just I don't feel like dealing with with obtuse progression. And I, I even uh, talked to Johnny about it on Twitter, and he mentioned that, like, oh, you probably like it because you like, you know, uh, confusing games like Kid Icarus Uprising. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the difference with that is that, like, yeah, the controls in Kid Icarus Uprising, while I love them, I understand why other people don't like them. Mm-hmm. But the way that you progress through the game makes sense. It's logical. Um, whereas Mile and Secret Castle, it seems like the big obstacle there is that it's really obtuse to get through the game. And I don't feel like dealing with that. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I'm, I'm not, not interested at this point. Just don't have time for that kind of game. Yeah. And then we have two demos, uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes Universe in Peril on the 3DS. So if you want to try that game out before you buy it, oh, yeah. or not buy it, and iRace Speed, which is a 3DS game that came out in September. I've heard decent things about it. It's a, it's a racing game that's fast. 
<laughs> and the best ones usually are. Yeah. Um, so do we have any uh, interesting interesting news this week? I don't know if we really have, but still, we're just playing games and yeah. stuff. Man. Well, the swap note was shut down. That's something. Yeah. Does anybody care? I mean, apparently a lot of people do. There's like a petition online. Yeah, what was this outcry? Like I, I I was really surprised. I haven't checked. I I haven't checked Swap Note in a little less than two years. I'm we, New yeah. Year's, New Year's Day, 2012. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it before. Like Swap Note is kind of cool in theory, and especially if you've got a very small group of friends who are going to be using it. But like with us who have added, you know, NWR readers and listeners and stuff, it's just way too much and it's such a slow you know you get the envelope you got to unwrap it and then you see what it is you don't know even you're spending time and you're very well going to read something that doesn't even matter to you and it's just stupid um yeah it was just i i like it it's a neat idea but it just it didn't work for me and i'm surprised that so many people were were that in love with it yeah actually but i mean i would i hopefully they'll have 3ds me verse come come soon because i think that will you know actually work and be good because mm-hmm. um, that's my whole thing with Swap Note is that like I like the idea of it. It was fun, but it was just so so arduous to just like even check. Like it's like an involved process. It's worse than street passing as far as like catching up with street passes. Yeah. We yeah. also uh, last week uh, Nintendo Video is getting some sort of refresh. I mean, I think it's still been active, but they they made a bigger deal. Because there's a Zelda show called The Legend of Zelda, The Misadventures of Link, mm-hmm. um, which I saw the first episode, and fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's just, I mean, it's like goofy little stuff done in-engine with Wind Waker HD. Um, so the first one's like he's crawling through tunnels and like collecting rupees, but oh no, a rat tricks him. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> um, we also have some of the cartoon hangover stuff. Uh, that's on YouTube, including a show from uh, Bravest Warriors is going to be on a uh, Nintendo video. That's uh, from the Adventure Time guy, Pendleton Ward. Mm. There's also a Pikmin Nature documentary. So that I don't know if the first one of that went up, but that's a uh, the mock nature show that has a uh, you know like a, a goofy narrator. Right. I don't know like how. I mean, obviously the Zelda one doesn't sound very great, and I don't know what this Pikmin one would be like. But I think it's a good idea for them to try to use their own franchises. Yeah, but to use their own, like, franchises to kind of pimp Nintendo Nintendo video yeah. a little bit, I think that's a good idea. Um, so, in other news, I just tried to order a Wii Fit U meter for store pickup from a different Toys R Us, and I got an email that my order had been canceled, I'm assuming, because they don't actually have any. So, oh, my God. That's a fun thing. So. Yeah. yeah, the whole Wii Fit U, <laughs> the, the, the Wii Fit meter, like, debacle. Um, I guess full disclosure, and I'm not going to go super into this because of, of the business. Um, but I am a, I am a copywriter at Toys R Us. Um, that's my day job, and I usually keep an eye out um, to see like if there's any any Nintendo things coming up. I usually uh, you know separating the day job from the from the passion. You won't see any of that show up in Nintendo World Report, but in this case, because the fucking thing's out technically, um, I can say that we don't have any messaging on the way. <laughs> For the We Fit You Fit Meter. So when I was reading online that like, ah, oh, it's exclusive to Toys R Us, I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> I was like looking around, I'm like, oh, I guess it is. And like I even like asked around other people in the copy department being like, did do we have anything like like a I don't know, something online or anything for, for We Fit You and no one had any idea what I was talking about. Yeah. Well, when I, I went to a, uh, my local Toys R Us yesterday and I asked about it and they were like completely like had no idea what it was um, and had to like like look it up and they're like oh no like we don't have any of that (laughs) 
Yeah, like it's just it's so weird because it. I mean, to me, it gives the vibe that we fit you in this method that they're doing it was a real last minute decision. Yeah. Um, I don't know why necessarily. I mean, I guess they wanted to be able to give out the free trial, but when uh, I mean, I guess they kind of I feel like they underestimated how many people would want to get it because right. they made it. You know, you can only get it physically in some Toys R Us's if you're lucky. And you can order it online at GameStop and Amazon. Um, that's that's pretty much it. Right. Like it's kind of ridiculous. Although I think, well, no, I, in Canada, actually, it does seem to have a wider swath. Because mm. I know uh, some people got it at Future Shop and other people got it. Like, I think Tyler pre-ordered it at EB Games and they got like five or something. Mm, okay. Um, so. but probably, uh, I'm more out of curiosity, I'm probably going to go out to my Toys R Us and see if... Uh, See if they have a fit meter in stock. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a, kind of a clusterfuck so far. Yeah. But but I've got to go get my balance board for my brother. There you go. Shake him down. Be like, I don't care if it makes my knees happy. <laughs> I need to work out. There you go. Get fit. Um, yep. And uh, on that related news, uh, the male Wii Fit trainer will be a... Well, he's going to make an appearance in Super Smash Brothers for Wii U and 3DS. I, I assume... He'll just be a like a character skin for the Wii Fit trainer. You would think so, but that's not confirmed either way. They just had an image of the two of them. Like I think, who knows? Right. Yeah. I mean, I would think a skin. I mean, the other thought was like maybe like a trophy or something, or I don't know. But skin makes the most sense. And then uh, some other quick hits. Um, the Sega 3D Classics will be coming to 3DS starting at the end of November. Um, and that's stuff like 3D Space Harrier, 3D Super Hang-On, Sonic the Hedgehog, Altered Beast, Echo the Dolphin, Galaxy Force 2, Shinobi 3, and Streets of Rage. And they're basically, there will be two a week until uh, until they're all out. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably pick up some of them. And uh, Nintendo's also insane because they think that after the Wii U uh, sold... 500, under 500,000 <laughs> units yeah. for the first six months of the fiscal year that it will sell 8.5 million units over the next six months. Yep. Um, I don't think you're making that projection, guys. And I'll, uh, if you want to hear more about that insanity, uh, I wrote a lot about it. So go check NintendoWorldReport.com to see me uh, compare different launch window games Um throughout Nintendo's system's history, uh, at, at least pretending that the launch window ended with Wii Fit U on November 1st, because that was planned as a launch window game back last year. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also how Wii U sales compare to other system sales. Uh, spoiler, Wii U is not doing good. Yeah, I wouldn't think. Like, even even at this point, the GameCube is looking down at the Wii U being like, come on, guy. <laughs> Get it together. GameCube. GameCube flopped, man. All right. Well, that seems to be this week, Nintendo. Alrighty. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye.
welcome to a segment on Batman. No, 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 Batman. Um, I'm Neil Ronahan, and with me to talk all about the Bat is Zach Miller. I am the Knight. And Tyler Olu. Swear to me. I felt I felt I had to do it because Zach said something. Rattle the cages. Do a better one, but I have a little bit of a sore throat. So yeah, so Batman Arkham Origins came out, and it's the first time in a while that we're getting, uh, you know, the the hot new Batman game at the time that it actually comes out. Actually, <laughs> was it Arkham? But like Arkham City was of... an all new game, all new experience yeah. on Wii U. Yeah, <laughs> try uh, try telling me that again, Reggie, because <laughs> Arkham City, as far as I know, same fucking game. Mm-hmm. Um, good game though. I really liked Arkham City, and I really liked Arkham Asylum. So I take it we have all played Asylum and City. Before oh, this. Yeah. this is true. Uh, which one did you like more? I know some people kind of lean towards Asylum uh, better than City. Uh, I'm going to go towards Asylum. Uh, the improvements are there for City. I'm just not as big a fan as like an open world. I thought something was lost. Like As much as there were indoor areas in City, um, just being able to focus on the one prison and like just meticulously design it. And there was just a lot of stuff that was like, like you'd see the same courtyard like five times throughout the game, and each time something you know had changed, like the statue had more graffiti on it, yep. or it was just really good at doing that kind of thing. So, I completely agree. Actually, I don't think I think at the end of the day, I like Asylum and City both a hell hell of a lot. Yes. Um, I think the story in City is a lot stronger, um, but still yeah, weak as hell. A, it's, neither yeah, one I, of them are very good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess I, I I think what kills me is. Uh, the ending of Asylum is very uh, Bioshocky, if that's a term that people are familiar with, where it's basically like you have a pretty decent story, and then near the end, it's just kind of like, oh, you're fighting a monster. Yeah. Why? Oh, I don't know. Because you have to, and you don't even really game. fight him. You fight. Yeah. His I mean, grooms. that's why I, I I think that Arkham City, for the most part, uh, stuck the landing, even if the story was a little kind of all over the place. Um, but I really like both of those games. Uh, I think Arkham Asylum's uh, it's a tighter game. At yeah. It's more of like that that Metroid experience, whereas Arkham City and, and Arkham Origins, which we'll talk about in a little bit, are more of that open world game, and they kind of lose the the Metroidvania aspects of Asylum. But Asylum's probably one of my favorite games of the last generation. The thing I don't like about City, um, looking back, is that you know you have this whole map to explore, but really all you're doing is picking up Riddler trophies. Yeah, I didn't even do that. I didn't think that prisoners. was very fun. <laughs> oh, I, I do I, not enjoy the Riddler trophies that much. It's too much like nonsense. Oh, I didn't like it either. I, I did it all, but I didn't <laughs> like doing it. No, um, yeah. I liked it in Asylum more because that that was more like there the, were actual riddles. I mean, yeah, yeah, that was really cool, and it, it was like they're a little bit in city, but it would just pop up on screen, and it was just within such a large area. Like it'd be like, oh, something. I always, I always remember never solving it because I could just couldn't be bothered because it was something about like Harvey Dent, like two votes for one. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Forget it. I'm not looking for <laughs> it. I just can't yeah. be bothered. But there was more like, um, like story driven side missions, but, uh, and I, I did, did some like, of those, but in Arkham city, they did have the pay Like there was a, what the Asriel side quest. There was the hush side quest. Like those were all really, really cool. I didn't, um, I didn't I like that. how the Asriel side quest ended given that the next game was Arkham origins. Yeah. <laughs> well, we haven't seen Rocksteady's next game. There was actually a, a report that came out today that basically Rocksteady uh, is making a game next year, likely another Batman game. 
that probably takes place after Arkham City. It's apparently going to be Suicide Squad. Well, I don't know. Well, uh, that would like, probably I be... I feel like they're going to do... Uh, hopefully not annualized, like, every year, but the, if this Rockstar rumor is true. But the way things are going, like, Blackgate ties into... I don't know, is that too much of a... Well, I guess Zach already said it. <laughs> so, like, that they yeah, both uh, games... Uh, well, with, okay. Like, <laughs> uh, just so you know, uh, if if you're curious about the Batman games, how about, well, we will give you... We will talk more generally about the, uh, the games, Sounds and good. we'll get to a certain point where... All bets are off, even though we haven't finished all the games. <laughs> okay. Yet. Uh, we, I think we, all three of us kind of know what happens. Yeah, it's just... It's not you know, that once you get to a certain point in the story, you're like, okay, I know this. how this is going to shake out. Yeah, basically I saw who it involved and was like, oh, that doesn't sound like it's going to... It ruins the ending of the proper game. Yeah. It just teases something It's like else. a side thing that's yeah. an undercurrent. But we'll, we'll talk about that near the end. So if you do uh, want to keep yourself completely unspoiled, then... And we'll talk about the games that will probably spoil your experience with the games, just not the yeah. story, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think there's no arguing that Arkham Asylum and Arkham City are fantastic games. And now we have Arkham Origins uh, on Wii U. It's developed by WB Montreal for the first time. They did work on the port of Arkham City to Wii U, so they do have experience with the series. Um, I believe the Wii U version was ported over by Human Head Software. Uh, and it's the best it's version from what I've been reading. Yeah. And uh, supposedly a lot of that has to do is that the apparently the online stuff might have been the reason why 316 PS3 ran like crap oh. and kept on crashing. Um, which is great because that means we have a steadier <laughs> – on Wii U, we have a stabler game and it's $10 cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Human Head, they got screwed over with Prey 2 and then they did the port job for Arkham Origins and showed that they're very good developers then. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, how do we all feel about Arkham Origins so far? I think Zach, you're the earliest on in the game. Yeah, right? I'm. I'm just infiltrating the GPD. Cool. Okay. GPCD. And... Got... GCPD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been Commissioner around Gordon's with, house. I've been messing around with the Riddler stuff. It's, it's taking a lot of my time. Yeah, I, th- I think the distribution of side quests is a little better than Arkham City. For the most part, but I still I don't know. The city's too goddamn big. It's too big. Yeah. It's it's unwieldy. Like there is a fast travel system, which I was hoping would open up quicker, but you have to go and take down these towers in different areas, which is cool, except for you need to wait until you get certain abilities right. to be able to use those. Yeah. And you can't really see what <laughs> towers you can take down yeah. until you go there and you're like, Oh, I don't have the thing to blow up that wall. Yeah, exactly. Crap. <laughs> And you're like, um, yeah, and you're like, wait, maybe I'm missing something. Like, I was on one where I'm like, all right, I guess I can't get into it. And then there was like just two boxes that were like disarm, and then yes. also I can get in. And I was like, yep. oh, okay, I guess I can get in this one. It was just really weird. Yeah. I didn't even I mean, know it was that's related. The thing is I, yeah, I keep on, I keep on like second guessing myself, being like, all right, I can do this, or I don't know, it's just, it's just right there. But like, I don't know, nothing's shown up for it. Like, did I get it already? I don't even know. Yeah. Um, as far as like the game goes, uh, I'll go on record and say it's awesome, and I really, really like it a lot. So I don't know how you two are feeling. I feel like uh, I don't actually. I don't know Zach, but I feel like Neil. You said it's okay. Yeah, I feel um, like it's Arkham City too. More city. <laughs> See, I think, and and I and I hate using this as the excuse that like you know, oh, the story doesn't feature you know, Batman villains that we're all used to, so it's worse. It's like, but that's not necessarily what makes the game, like, the at least to me, the worst of the three Arkham games. Because um, I think that, that to me, like, that's that's clear. Like, this is, this is 
weaker than city and weaker than asylum to me. Mm. Um, and like, well, there's not so really many close. stories going on all at once. Yeah, and like I like like the Deathstroke boss fight, even though it was a little frustrating. It like was I just thought bullshit was a, is what it was. It was, a, it was a really cool cinematic boss fight, and I really enjoyed that. Um, but it's like the stuff, like I don't know, there was something about like the penguin in that in that sequence that I wasn't really a big fan, and then yeah, why is he even as there? You interact with I do like the interaction with the Joker a lot. Um, that's pretty spot on. I feel I feel uh, Troy Baker is. Doing a great job. Yeah, he does do a good job. his best Mark Hamill imitation he can. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like there's something that's like just slightly off that I can't totally put my finger on. But I think a lot of it is that it's just it's the same shit over again. <laughs> and they're just adding more bloat to it, well, which what, to me makes it a lesser experience. What, what kind of bothers me is that, you know, how at the end of Wind Waker, you know, you stab Ganon in the head and the whole world changes like the storyline of Zelda uh, underlying story changes. The next game is going to have to be something different. And then the next and game is the same a shit store, a dream sequence. Um, <laughs> it was all a dream. And then they go back to fucking twilight princess or whatever it was. So yeah, that's how I feel like in this game, they at the end of Arkham city spoilers for those who haven't finished that three years ago, uh, the Joker dies. And I thought, holy crap, the next game's going to have some interesting story beats yeah. to it. And then they make an origin story. They go back in time. Oh, we can have the Joker again. Yeah. And I think, I think everything, everything with the Joker in the game is fantastic. It's just the Joker again. I, yeah. But I mean, like, that's the thing. It's not like they do it so goddamn well. Yeah. But there's also that part of me where it's like, like I've seen this before and I've seen it better. From I I don't I don't know I don't know what it is I can't even really like just be like oh it's like this feature and then this gameplay feature is what makes it better but I don't I don't as much I feel like as much as I like City I like this one just the same and uh, they are really similar but maybe for as like hypocritical as it is like I'm totally happy with more of the same like yeah. I'm still yeah. like I'm no, enjoying it that. like a lot and like there's issues that I have like with the combat uh, I don't feel I feel there's something different about it compared to City I feel like all I do is counterattack like all the time and I rarely can do takedowns as soon as I try to do a takedown someone, someone's coming at knocks me you. and yeah. which is not something that I felt happened in City like basically I like I would be able to parse out if I was far enough from an enemy and I had the time to do it this time it's just no I don't I just counter 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 and basically I'm not taking guys down I'm just beating them up until they're taken down yeah um, but yeah. other than that like the mission structure is fine I feel the story is the best of all of them uh the lead up to the Joker's reveal is awesome you know who the Joker is and but, but Batman, Batman doesn't. doesn't and they sell yeah. it and so well it really like that's I think what makes this game. That's what makes this game work for me. Yeah. Because um, I, I I know I'm like I feel like I'm sounding super negative on it, but yeah, I I agree with you, Tyler, in that like I'm fine if just like a Batman game like this comes out every other year, yeah, or yeah. forever. I mean, I do too. I um, I I don't want to be down on the game either. Um, Tyler, yeah. I totally agree with you what you're, what you're saying about the combat. Um, and they and they start throwing you in with like twenty twenty thugs at a time after yeah. five minutes. Um, but no, I mean, the game works. It's, it's Arkham city again. And I don't really have a problem with that. I really like, I I really like this, the crime scene investigation. Oh, it's so good. I wish they did more of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
You can't. It you pops can't up do as side missions, so a, I keep an eye out for those. You can't do it on the Wii U pad alone, though. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that. I've had that problem. My problem with the playing on gamepad only is that the only thing I can't do is scanning the anarchy tags. Who's an enemy in the game? He just yep. graffitis the shitty anarchy symbol all over the anarchy city. Anarchy's also a terrible fucking. <laughs> yeah, he is. Why is he even in the game? <laughs> I don't know if you. I don't know. Uh, right now, I just feel I'm glad. Like I kind of stayed away from stuff, so I'm kind of like I don't know if you face him again, and if you don't, that's yeah. fine. Like it was weird that I he popped like... up and was so strong. Like to seemed, it just almost seemed like he was like a side mission, really. Yeah, maybe he was. I'm not uh, sure. And yeah, he is uh, electrocutioner. I like that moment. That was that awesome. great. It, does has has anybody? I, I think because he's like a side mission, right? He's I think no, he was storyline because he was right before the Joker. I mean, uh, the Penguin. Yeah, well, no, no, no. But, but now, just the moment where you just punch the fucking dude in the face, like, doesn't he escape? He does. Yeah, yeah. He escapes I haven't it right run into now, him. Where since. I'm in the game is because I'm getting so sidetracked with everything that uh, I'm uh, got to go see him again. Like I've tracked his signal, so I need to go uh, okay. see him again. And that's how you get the shock gloves from uh, Armored right. Edition. <laughs> It's very similar I've, to the Armored Edition. I've not gotten there yet. I, think I imagine. I'm, I think I'm actually pretty close to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, if you've seen the Joker, you're super close. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, um, like it's really good, and uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, it's just I'm having a really good time. I don't know if it's just maybe the Batman fan in me, and it's coming at a good time. Um, but I just really like it, and like I will say, like the Joker is a disappointment. Like, I'm like, ugh. like I remember a few months ago, like the, you know, ultimate boner edition was revealed and there was a Joker statue. <laughs> and I was like, for fuck's sake, I can't believe the Joker's in it again. Like not He's nothing so even doing nothing to even do with his death at the end of city. I was just like, I thought this was going to be about black mask and more of the mob stuff, which is totally fine by me. Like I don't need constant super villains, but anyways, uh, just yeah, Bat- early in career, his career, Batman was chasing down the mob. Yeah, so and and when you yeah, like you're in got you're in the Gotham City Police Department, and there's a lot of stuff that like shows stuff like about the mob, like in that like it n- name drops a lot of people. Yeah, is it yeah. Tony's? There's a, there's a lot of something? nice bat references throughout. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like over the course of this, I came into this a little more negative, and now that I'm talking about it more, I'm like, I don't know, I, I just kind of like it, man. That's fun. <laughs> oh, it is a like, fun it's game. Like, it's nothing yeah. that blows me away, but it's, yeah. it's like, like I don't know, I feel like as much as you can say it's like Arkham City 2. Well, Tyler, it's just like pizza. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the thing. I just think it's just like, it's so gross to compare things to food. Like, it's just like, it turns yeah. me, I'm like, oh, food. It's well, just no, so I totally gross. agree with you that, like, uh, I don't see people Bad comparing, food. like, Assassin's Creed to me. Is that is that is like shitty pizza? Yeah, and two years <laughs> like, is like, that like you, you eat it and you're like, there's a fucking bug on this. What's wrong with this place? Every year, hey, Assassin's Creed Two was good. Don't diss Assassin's Creed yeah, Two. Yeah, no, Assassin's Creed Two was great. Everything since then, it's just been like Assassin's Creed Two, but now you're in the snow. Yeah, yeah. not as good. Yeah, I think um, I, I think as soon as like you're on a boat, out, you, I kind of understand like with Nintendo, like how they're so weird about. Um, you know, external studios working on their products, like they just want it to be a Nintendo game, and it's because as soon as people are like, "Oh, this isn't by Rocksteady," forget it. Like, and I yeah. don't understand that because Rocksteady, like Urban Chaos, was like, yeah, yeah. Who they like it was okay, yeah, but exactly. I still remember when Arkham Asylum was revealed. I was like, "Who is this roided up Commissioner Gordon? Like, <laughs> yeah. why is the Joker written ha 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 like all over the walls? Like, it looks I, like this is stupid." And I had and no interest in it, and, and it was like it wasn't. It was like Eidos, 
and it was like, whatever, <laughs> this is going to be terrible. Like, who, like, why would they do this to Batman? It's another terrible Batman game. And it was really good. So I don't understand, like, why you would instantly think another developer yeah. working in the game would be bad. So it's stupid. And I don't think, I mean, WB Montreal does have a good pedigree because he looked the director worked on a Hulk Ultimate Destruction, yeah. which is fucking awesome. Yeah. I, need to play I feel that. like if this was a, a PlayStation or an Xbox podcast, <laughs> it'd be like, the we'd be like talking nonstop about like how shitty the game runs. Um, yeah. but yeah. like I've had like, no uh, it's, it's not good. <laughs> like, I don't well, know. It's I just not freezing or corrupting my save file. Yeah. That's the thing. I haven't gotten any crashes. I have had to reload areas because textures haven't loaded. Whoa. That's happened. I don't uh, know if I just had good luck and I'm sure four it's or five end. times across like six or seven hours. I think, um, I have tons of, of frame rate. Like whenever I move too quickly for the game, yeah, frame, frame rate, rate issues kind of just grinds to a halt. I mean, that's the one thing is that it's not freezing the game, but it's, it, to be completely honest, it takes me out of it. Like, the technical issues might not be as bad as what's on 360 and PS3, but they're not good. No, I, yeah, I, I've had frame rate issues and, and, like, temporary freezing, which worries me. When, <laughs> when is it going to turn into hard lock freezing? There's been lots of weird stuff. Like when the game came out, I, I got this. I I was like, you know what, WB? I think it's kind of cool. Like, as much as like your video game prices, or you can argue that they're expensive and they're gouging you or whatever, but and that basically the, the removal of multiplayer is also not a cool thing. But I think it's pretty good that they um, made it ten dollars less. Like I don't know if yeah, necessarily ten, multiplayer is worth ten dollars or something. But either way, it was cheaper. So I was like, you know what? That's a solid for me. I'll buy the season's pass. And the season's pass has like since been like taken down. And there's like no communication of like why. Um, that is a problem with Warner Brothers with DLC on uh-huh. here. I mean, I, I think I, if you follow me on Twitter, you've probably seen my repeated attempts to get clarification about Injustice DLC. Um, Even and now, you might not know. Although I think I might have mentioned it on Twitter or another connectivity episode, is that there would be a while where we, we would get a PR email from the the PR company working with Warner Brothers for Injustice, where they'd be like, "Oh, new DLC," and it would not mention the Wii U version, even after the Wii U version had DLC come out. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, and and I would reply being like, "What about the Wii U version?" And I even did I did this for basically every piece They're of like, DLC we have no Injustice, and I either wouldn't get a response. Or I'd be like, I only know what's in the PR, which I mean, he's not he's not telling me a lie. It's a third party company yeah. working with Warner Brothers. They're just given information and they report it. Um or like uh, you know, Wii U information will come at a later time. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I just don't get it. I don't know especially selling me a season's pass and then taking it down and there being no communication about yeah. it. Like I, I that's fine if you took it down, if there's problems, like good, address the problems. Like people shouldn't have any issues, but the content that I have access to, because um, it was like the you can't buy it, but I still have access to like the maps and like the uh, skins and stuff like that, and it like, yeah, works. So I'm not sure like what the deal is, but there's no communication. And plus, if you go to the, they basically have like a support site, of, like a forum, which is insane at the rate it moves with people reporting issues. But I would yeah. like I would I reported the gamepad issue. But they have they re- they're releasing a patch or the pe- the PC patches come out and they're talk and they make um make clarifications of what's PS3 and what's 360 and like control F we nothing nothing's coming up so i'm like yeah. are they be, are they are they saying that these issues aren't affecting the Wii U or not cuz like if you check out Meverse people are like oh corrupted save file i'm starting over so I it's have, not like there is no issue walking on water in my game nice. several times <laughs> so like there's not like there's no issues so it's kind of like 
is this not being addressed? Is is human head supposed to be in charge of it? But no one tells you anything. It's just like, I don't know. I just would really like to hear something, like yeah. even a shitty, oh, we're working on it. But Even if you don't like the answer. Later. So, I don't yeah. know. But, I don't know. As far as the game goes, barring any technical problems, it's still a lot of fun. And the, the story is what really helps it move along and really makes it, like, differentiates itself from the previous entries for how solid it is. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to keeping, keeping going with it. And I'm going to buy Blackgate on Vita. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good transition, uh, Zach. Bravo. Because Black... Uh, oh, God, I don't want to hear about Blackgate. Blackgate is a 3DS and Vita version of the game that's made by Armature Studio, who's uh, headed up by former leads from Retro Studios who were the leads on the Metro Prime series. And I need to say first is that this is the only 2D game I've ever played that has made me want to play Metroid Prime. <laughs> because it just it, it has... like I didn't expect that. Like It kind of blew me away how much I can tell that the people who made Metroid Prime... We're at the helm of this game because it just it feels like it. Yeah, like you have you have what is essentially the fucking scan visor at your disposal. Oh. It displays in a similar way. It has that kind of like the you know that that bullshit analyzing thing. So you can't just do it at the drop of a hat. Um, oh, Neil. the way you kind of traverse through the world and go in, like you have different areas that you go to, and you go between them and you find other entrances to go through them and everything. And it just it's it's awesome. Um, it's it's a fucking fantastic game. Neil. Yeah, and the map, which we'll talk about later, does that thing where it's like beep 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 and like pulls you out and then yep. like zooms in another area. Yep. Beep, oh beep, nice. Beep, 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 I love it. I love it. <laughs> it just it really like I want to fucking play Metroid Prime every time I play yeah, that game. Like, I'm just like I I should just boot up Metroid Prime trilogy and have some fun. My deal yeah. with it is that I feel like for the first time in like years, and I think I talked about it with Zach, uh and that like I think since uh Order of Ecclesia, that this is like of someone who says they want to make a, like a Metroid-like game and like pulls it off, like that's a super yeah. hot thing on Kickstarter. Like if you could like search yeah, Kickstarter by like by like Metroid, it would be insane the results you get because people want that. Like Nintendo's not doing it themselves, so you have yep. to like people are looking to it for inspiration. But like it's not a simple thing to do. It's not simple to make someone want to explore your area. Like I, I, I always think back to like monster tale, which I enjoyed, but it's just like, Oh, you unlock something two miles away is where you need to go. And we're going to tell you to go there. And it's the only yep. instance where it's going to pop up. And it's just and like, I, yeah, it's I thought, like I thought monster tale was game. a fine game, but it's just like, I don't know. There's, there's something about Blackgate where, it's like everything's obvious, but not obvious at the same time. Like you do have that sense of like, Oh, I know there's something over here, but I need to go and explore over there to find out where it is. And I like that when you're like, you know, you're scanning around a room thinking like, okay, uh, I know that's an ability I'm getting later. I'll have to remember to come back here. Uh, but I don't know exactly how to access that yet. Um, like, cause you do, you do have a lot of stuff where like you can kind of see in the background and you can be like, I, how do I get to that point? Like the analyzing is just as addictive as it was in the Metroid Prime games. Like, yeah, you're just con and and you're constantly doing it because there's so many moments where you're like, "What? I can't make any progress. I can't make any progress." And yep. then it's just like, "Oh wait, this little thing here does this." And now all and it just feels great. Where you're like, <laughs> "Look and at I this path like that's all... opening up, and I'm making crazy progress now, and everything's making sense." And it's really, I mean, it's, I think I'm, I'm about 70, 70% complete. I have, there's like a, like basically three, 
three bosses of uh, three area bosses that you fight. I haven't fought Black Mask. I've fought the Joker and the Penguin. Um, and I think I'm pretty close to the end of Black Mask. I have like 70% completion. I don't know if that factors in like, you, I, I assume that factors in your total completion and not just your completion of the story. Um, but I mean, I just like the way that they, they, they dole out upgrades in a really good way where it's kind of like, uh, you know, this is getting a little frustrating moving around. And then you get like, uh, I forget the name of it. It's the, the line launcher yeah. where you could just basically zoom around rooms and, I feel like all these things kind of have like Metroid Prime or Metroid parallels Ugh. too. But the line launcher it becomes so awesome, and I, I can't yeah. remember if it's like the immediate upgrade or it's like another, it's like a secondary upgrade of it. But then the you, can, you can walk on the when water. you can walk on it, and then you go higher, yeah. and all of a sudden you're like, yep. "Oh man, I can use it's that like here!" Like, oh, it's so good. And the other, the funny thing with the collectibles is like, I feel there's like too many. I finished the game, like, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, especially for going back. Yeah. But like, I finished the game. And it's like it's like every bat suit. I'm like one piece away from like being uh, able no, to wear it. I know that's the worst. I have two that I'm one pa- one piece away from. Oh, I want now. the new 52 one so bad, and it's like not just, gonna happen. I just want one. <laughs> I just want to see what happens when I get another suit. Yeah, damn it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, it's crazy. Because I have. I mean, they do mark everything on the map, which is nice, except for all the clues. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So what do the clues even? Like I completed one, but I forgot. But you completed one. I still have, like like I just like yeah. I think the clues and the uh, and like the bad the suits. suits. And it's not like for laziness. Like I tried really hard. Like and I still finished. And there's still a couple question marks that I have no idea how to yeah. get them. Like it's so weird. Yeah. So uh, just so you know, Zach, yes. for when you get this game, um, I mean you have like your weapons and your upgrades for that too. You also find stuff that'll be like, oh, it gives you more health. Um, and like makes you you have like you do more melee damage and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. But you also find there's five pieces of I think there's four or five bat suits Ooh. That you can find, and they they will give you different abilities. And like I think there's a there's a red said one. There's new fifty two. Um, there's the one that's like uh, the hundred something Batman yeah, suit, which is awesome because when you find the pieces of that suit, it's like you found a hundred uh, boots, <laughs> you found a hundred <laughs> gloves, and yeah. you're like, oh, okay, that sounds. It's just like worded so awesome. <laughs> and then, um, in addition to that, there's all these clues that are kind of, uh, I guess, similar to like the crime scene stuff, where it's you're piecing together. Uh, you know, like murders and stuff, yeah. which the one that I actually unlocked, it is, it's like, um, there was some dude and like the Joker poked at his eye or something <laughs> like, and they actually have like a little paragraph about like, here's what happened. Oh, that's and awesome. How the clues fit into Cause it. Cause I'm just like, what? Yes. Cause it's like, you found a cigarette. And everything else except for the clues, uh, is shown on the map. Yeah. Uh, like you have a question mark in an area. So and let's talk about and the that, map. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the map. The map is presented in uh, 2D fashion, and the game is like 2.5D. Yeah, and it's like so, an overhead view. It's not like a yeah. side view. It's overhead. Oh, it really I was needs a 3D map that. like in Metroid Prime. Yeah, it desperately needs it. The map because I remember thinking, you know, naturally, oh, like Castlevania, I'm seeing a side view of it, but I'm like, no, this is overhead, which which works better. Like if if it was from a side view, it'd be even worse, but. The overhead, the problem with the overhead is that A, it doesn't show layers, and B, because of the how you navigate the areas, like you'll go into a vent, which is, you know, in the background, but then that vent turns back around and brings you, you know, further in or further back and like yep. left and around. Like it's so weird. And it's just from looking at the map, you can't be like, oh, that that's where that goes. Like it's, yeah. Oof, it's crazy. I mean, I, you kind of over time, I feel like you kind Get of learn how it. it works. Yeah. 
but it's not ideal. See, that's... Like, I feel like there's a better way they could have done that map. Yeah, and like you said, it would be just like Prime. And I'm not... I think just naturally people... I don't understand, but people will just be like, oh, Armature, like, why wouldn't you do this? Obviously, but you know what? I'm Like, for me, I'm like, this is still a licensed game, and I don't know what Warner Brothers is financing, uh, like, how much money they're putting into a portable game. So, you know what? Things come down to time and money, and maybe they couldn't do it, and that would be something that would require a lot of work. But either way, it's difficult to read, and but it's on the bottom screen of the 3DS, and um, the Vita version is, like, gorgeous like it's beautiful but uh as weird and hard to use as that map is having it on the bottom screen is helpful especially when you just need when oh, you yeah, know need to know the general direction where you're like you can see yeah. like okay if i go if i go left then it's going to bring me further away from my object and actually if i take this vent that's going to loop around and bring me where i yeah. need to go otherwise and otherwise i've seen you know in the forums like people talk to the vita version that you need to bring up the map a lot okay. so it's kind of handy, yeah. but it does look gorgeous I mean, on Vita. Yeah, the Vita version definitely looks better. And the Vita version also, uh, for the Detective Vision, like you can just turn on the Detective Vision like like in the, the big boy Arkham games. But to do the little scan visor thing, um, for the 3DS, you uh, hold your thumb down in the lower right-hand corner of the touchscreen. Not happening. And then it brings up like a circle um, that you can move around on the screen mm-hmm. to like scan over areas and then hold it there and then you'll scan it. Yeah. In the Vita version, as far as I know, and I'm not, because I haven't played the version, so I'm not 100% sure, but I think you just tap the screen and then move your finger around. Mm -hmm. Um, And the only problem with that is that, like, shit still goes on while you do that. Like, I actually, I'll I'll do that, like, when I'm walking through an environment, I'll just stop, you know, hit, hold the button, hold my my thumb down on the touchscreen, and then, because I'm already using the circle pad to move, just do a quick scan. Yeah. And I feel like with the Vita version, it's a lot more of an involved process. But it could also be that you could, you could also maybe maybe you're holding a button down or holding the right hand corner of the the Vita screen to to do that too. It'd be nice if you I'm could do sure. that with the back panel, scan around yeah. with the back panel. Maybe you can. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, but I don't think yeah, I, I've never seen anything that shows that or heard that. Armature so. does have experience with Vita, yeah, because uh, they did the Metal Gear Solid collection yeah and they're working on the injustice so so maybe maybe they are maybe they are doing cool stuff like that yeah um and i think for me there's there's another there's well there's two more issues and one is a game breaking uh bug that is being yeah where is this again because i think i'm close oh i know it's so like and you're terrified you're like oh my god am i close but basically uh and zach like this is important like it's not even spoiling anything it's like in the infirmary there's a point where you need to turn on the power and when you, uh, but you need a key card. You find the area, you find this like computer terminal. It's like, this is where you turn on the power, but you need a key card. So you go and it tells you where to go. And you go, there's someone that you see, something happens to a certain, ca- to a character and you need to get their key card. When you get their key card, you go back the way you came. Don't go, because there's, there's an alternate way. And you go past like this like water pump and go, and you have to call an elevator. And something happens where like, you'll call the elevator, but then because the power isn't turned back on, you can't go, you can't go back. So you're totally screwed. So basically, I almost did that, but then, because it's very close and I, and I don't, you can't blame anyone because it almost even seems quicker to go that way. But the thing is to go back the way you came to go back, like through this other, and I still think you take an elevator, but it's not this elevator that's after a water pump, which is very clear. It's this, this big cylinder that moves back and forth like if you're going past that 
and you haven't turned the power back on, don't do it. So anyways, that's an issue, and uh, they're working on a patch or something like that. Huh. Otherwise, the only problem I have is that uh, the free flow combat, it's the same system that's in the, the console versions where it's, you know, um, oh god, so many different ver- buttons, but there's, you know, the, the counter-attack button, the attack button, and, like, the evade button. So um, what I find is... They basically, they can only attack you on the left or the right, but they kind of, they'll have enemies that are a little bit further in the background, a little bit more in the foreground, and Batman will zip around and attack them. Where the problem comes is that if there's an enemy that has, like, an electric shock stick or knives... You can't isolate them. Yeah, you can't, you can't direct an attack towards them. So, basically, I know when I play, if someone has shock sticks, I don't want to... Or, like, a cattle prod or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I want to get them out of there. Yeah, I want to get rid of them. Because, basically, you'll be tagging someone. If they hit you, it's not like a... It's like you're shocked, and it's even worse. So, anyways, they're on your right, but there could be an enemy in front of them. So, basically, you have to, like, almost, like, work your way through other enemies by using the cape stun constantly to get to him... And sometimes you'll be like, oh, there he is, and you'll use it, but then he'll attack someone who's more in the background than this guy who's more in the foreground. And But the only thing, but what I will say also, and I, Neil can probably agree, would I, he might agree with me on this, is that the combat, as much as it is in there, it's not like the console games where it's, it's constantly showing up. The game is more about exploration. So as much as that happens, it doesn't get crazy where, like, there's like, you know, five guys with guns and then someone has grenades and then they're throwing boxes and things at you. It doesn't get that crazy. So as much as a, as a problem that was, it doesn't really rear its head that often. So it's more like Asylum. Uh, yeah, I find it's exactly like, and I, that's probably why I'm so in love with this game. It's really, really good. I don't feel it has rough edges. I think it, 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 it knows what it is and it focuses and it hones in on that. And, um, I have to wonder if there's something where, you know, like this is a, the, the flea filth system is a, is like a staple of the series. So they ha- kind of have to have it. I'm not sure, but at least their strengths, feels- their strengths are the Metroid, you know, exploration and they nail it and it's perfect and it's awesome. It does feel like that there are a lot of things from the Arkham series just shoehorned into Blackgate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like how the Predator sequences came up because it. I mean, there's once again, there's not too many of them. Yeah. Um, but it's just that like you don't really have that feeling of like, oh, can they see me? Can they not see me? Mm-hmm. And you usually, when you're escaping, you basically it's like you have left or right. Yeah. You don't have that freedom of movement. Yeah. You don't. You just don't have a lot of options. Yeah. There's like a few encounters where like I've beaten a room. And then you kind of just like, okay, on the next room. And all of a sudden you'll hear a guy be like, there he is. And you're like, I, I can't see them. And, and I'm being <laughs> attacked now. And so you're like, oh, but I don't, but then you're like, was there even a way to like sneak in here? It's really bizarre in that way. Oh, so, um, yeah, there's like, and I think the, 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 there's some boss fights that really focus on, um, kind of maneuvering around and not getting spotted and, uh, it can get, yeah. it's pretty tough, but if, when you put on detective vision, the like, you, they have like cones of vision. So yeah, yeah, the penguin is still, really hard. Like the cones aren't that. I don't know. The, the cones feel kind of imprecise because there's times where I'm like, okay, I shouldn't be able to be seen. And it's like, oh shit. Yeah. One thing I'll tell you about black the black mask fight, and this isn't a spoiler. Like it's one of those, you know, it's one of those fights where you fight a group of bad guys, but you can't think like, oh, I gotta fight them and then actually kind of try to hurt black mask in between. It's like no, it's a finite number of bad guys. When you get through them, then the fight progresses. So. It, it's nothing to be like, oh, well, maybe I, maybe are they, they keep coming, but it's not infinite, and you're supposed to be doing something else. It's like, you just that's beat those good. guys, and then the fight moves on. <laughs> so it can be something that's really confusing for some people, so. Huh. But yeah. 
Awesome well, yeah. game. I really like the boss fights. I think they do really well. The last boss fight in particular is awesome. I had it's a lot of fun and it uses the free flow combat because you're just because it's just like you know one on one. It works really really well. So I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I might end up beating this game. So did you want to talk about tonight. these like? Were they were were they showing at least right. maybe their games are hitting? I don't know if it's going to be a Rocksteady thing. I feel like what they hint maybe this is almost like the Treyarch to Infinity Ward, mm. not in terms of. I kind of hope. So. Yeah, like that. <laughs> hopefully not yearly, but at least that this is they they have their own direction. I think Warner Brothers wants it yearly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. That would be well. I, um, I think uh, like my love for Batman is too strong, but that I would still pick it up. But I don't. I, I want to yeah, make no, a, I'm, I'm right I want to make a you. joke before we get into spoilers. Okay. Okay. So Kevin Conroy is not Batman in this game. Uh, yeah. Chris Redfield's guy is. Mm-hmm. Yep. And because I play uh, a lot of Resident that. Evil, I have to believe that Chris Redfield is in fact Batman. Mm-hmm. And Black Mask is Wesker. Yeah. And Killer Croc is a version of the Tyrant, or or maybe a Hunter. Mm. <laughs> so it's it all, works. It's all blending together in my mind now. All right, so so spoiler talk for the bat talk. Mm. Um, so throughout both games, uh, Amanda Waller, who uh, I'm most familiar with from Justice League Unlimited, also voiced as, by uh, CC Pounder in this game. CH yeah, Pounder, yep, CCH Pounder, yep. who is the voice of Amanda Waller to <laughs> me. Government uh, crazies everywhere, but uh, uh, she's basically putting together the Suicide Squad. Um, which there's a really good comic run from I think like the eighties where it's basically these kind of like, you know, C rate villains that are all brought together. Um, and then they go on like secret missions and shit. There was even yeah, one, yeah, it's, there it's was the one super episode villains. of justice league with, yeah, with the, I don't think they called they it didn't, the suicide but, squad. But you could tell that was what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like super villains. So it's like almost like DC's way of being like, this is how the Joker gets out of jail all the time. Like sometimes they break yeah. out and sometimes they're offered these suicide missions. And if they complete, then their jail term is like, is like shortened or, you know, they're let out completely. Yeah. So that's like the whole thing with that. This the suicide squad. Yeah. And both, both Arkham origins and Arkham origins, Blackgate play into that. And they both have like, uh, teasers at the end yeah. uh, that talk about it. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, I, I don't really know where they could even take this. <laughs> In a sequel, unless they do kind of the sequel is Arkham Asylum, because I feel like you like it would be cool if they just made a fucking Suicide Squad game and like you played as Deadshot, like that would be awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. that would be really cool. But I just I don't think that would happen. It's kind of like how you look at the DC animated movies that they put out, like the ones that they put out, um, you know, two or three times a year. You did see some shit like Wonder Woman. Um, you're never going to see that shit again. Everything needs to start Batman or Superman. Yeah, um, because sad that's to me, what but... sells. And I feel like you're not going to put all this money into a video game about the fucking Suicide Squad. Yeah. Hey, by I, the way, if... as much as I think that would be cool, it's just you don't do that. Well, that could be a, a side game. That could be like uh, on Vita and 3DS. You know, ba- yeah, Batman yeah, Arkham. I would buy that. Make it a Metroidvania or something. Yeah, yeah. Make yeah, it Metroidvania where each can character armature, has a different, just... a different ability. I just want to see whenever I see some uh, some company being like, we're going to make a Metroidvania. Can you just <coughs> stop developing the game and give it to Armature? They know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They very clearly know what they're doing. And you know what? I've I've heard some people be real negative about this game, and I don't think they're entirely wrong. But like these guys know how to make a fucking Metroid game. Yeah. I think if you want Arkham City, or even uh, yeah, basically like I think Arkham City earned a lot of acclaim, and Arkham Asylum. This is more similar to Arkham Asylum, but even still, it's not these big 
crazy epic stories with like old like you know all these crazy appearances and all these secrets and stuff like that it's very very much um a metroid game so it's it and, and it's just as silent as samus is and how there's very little story and the majority of those games is very there's not a lot of story here either and it's yeah. interesting but they, but they let you tackle the bosses in whatever order you want and that can help you in some ways and 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 not in others it's interesting the only yeah. what i'll say too what order what order did you beat him in, Tyler? Uh, I think um, it was almost accidental because I couldn't remember what bad guy was in what area, and then I was like, basically, I went along a path. But so it was, I went Joker, Penguin, um, Black Mask. Okay, I, I did Penguin, Joker. Yeah. So yeah, so it's interesting, and the ending. Well, I guess you'd probably get the same ending as me because I think the third of the three that you beat last is the ending you get. Um, uh, which okay. is interesting because it ties into what we're seeing in Origins, but it doesn't spoil like. Like it doesn't really spoil anything. Um, uh, yeah, because isn't there something that happens in Origins that like? There, yeah, there's a big twist, and then like right now where I am, like um, uh, Black Mask. Like we're just talking about spoiler talk, so whatever. Like Black Mask, yeah. like fate is like kind of like in the balance, and then you yeah. see what happens. Then he's alive in this game, so you know he's he's not killed. Yeah, but he I mean, really hates funny. the Joker, and the the Black Mask ending ties into him hating the Joker like uh, a right. lot. So. so there were really damn. There's three different endings for this fucking game. That's what there's. That's what they said. Yeah, and then there's a new game plus. The new game plus you lose all your gadgets, but you keep all your collectibles. So, oh, cool! So that you can, and they say that I, there's new items uh, if you play on New Game Plus, and uh, you can, and then you obviously attack the bosses in a different order to get a different ending. But I'm interested in the new items. That seems really weird. <laughs> so, yeah. but what I like about what, what I think is cool, especially about Blackgate, is that this is the introduction of Catwoman into it, and yep. Catwoman from this game to Catwoman in Arkham City is very different, like their relationship. So obviously. They could, they're setting themselves up where things aren't naturally like this is it's not like Blackgate then Arkham Asylum immediately it's they're leaving room for them to continue doing this so it's inter- it's it's pretty cool and uh, the only thing that I, that would be weird about the Suicide Squad being like the group of enemies you may face in the next Batman game is that yeah, it would pro- they'd probably get more heat about recycling what the previous game did because it's all enemies that you're facing in in or in um, yeah. Origins or Blackgate so whatever. Yeah. Bring All in right. some Clock King. <laughs> I know. People are ready for that kind of timing. <laughs> Alright, well, I think that just about does us for, uh, for some Batman talk. Yeah. You want to hear us talk more about Batman? Uh, we can talk comics. Oh, yeah. We can talk animated shit. Um, can we talk about how shitty know. the Flashpoint uh, Paradox was? Because it was shitty. I like the Flashpoint Paradox, but I'm not excited for anything else in the DC Animated Universe now, because... Bruce Tim's out, and it looks like they're just mirroring the comics, and that's not interesting to me. Mm. Uh, yeah, um, that's too. And nice. I can catch up with Batman in a uh, comic form. Oh yeah, Tyler and I can talk about it. <laughs> super good. The uh, and the, the I think the running joke with the Arkham with the Arkham games is like some supervillain always dupes Batman, and he's tricked, and you know there's always some secret thing. But I mean, like if you read the comics, that's what happens all the time. <laughs> like the yeah. the night the the Court of Owls. Like yeah, even why don't we just stuff, do a Court of Owls game? The, How awesome oh, is that? Thing? There's a Court of Owls stat. There's a Talon statue in Arkham Origins. <laughs> what? So it's like. <laughs> that's awesome like I feel like that would totally be like a next gen thing where like they could finally have the technology of being hunted in a game down properly like and it wouldn't be like like bullshit smoke and mirrors you'd actually anything could happen at any time like it's not scripted like and the, that would be the, the Court of Owls game it'd be so incredible yeah 
But um, yeah, let us know if you want to hear us talk about comics and shit, because we could definitely do that. We just need someone to push us in that direction. <laughs> um, thanks for joining us, Tyler. This is your first time on yeah, the show man. in oh, how long? I know. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'll come on in. I'll like I'll talk video games. No problem. Yeah. So wh- what have you been up to? Uh, I just started um, stickitinyourpocket.com, like a handheld gaming site. So uh, it's pretty rad. It's pretty fun. It's just all... It it's is, uh, good good long reads about games that I usually enjoy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm interested in but don't have the time to play. <laughs> it's a lot of hand... Like, basically, it's 3DS and, uh, you know, the and Sony's line, Vita, PSP, and then DS and stuff like that. No iOS stuff. Not a dig again or a slam against it. It's just I'm not interested in it, so I'm not going to write about yeah. it. But anyways, to tie into Batman, I will have... Uh, an interview with Armature's um, Jack Matthews going up soon. I should be hearing back from him oh. this weekend. So uh, yeah. he was the director on the game. He's like the technical, I think he's a technical director at the studio. Yeah. And he worked on all the Prime Exactly. Games. So, and it's really interesting. And I said that the Joker fight was annoying in Blackgate. And then he told me what I should have done. And I was like, oh, I could have made that so much wait, easier wait. on myself. What, what, what should you have done? Well, the, when he attacks with the stun stick, basically I would I would try to use my cape stun because that's how I would run away. You uh, yeah, or you know, or try to run away. But I find he'd always catch me up anyways. But what you're supposed yeah. to do is use the electric batarang, and it short circuits his uh, stun stick, and then you can oh. attack him. So basically, I would let I would let myself get hit, and then I would yep. attack him. <laughs> like it was like yeah, same here. So that was my fault. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it's interesting. I don't know if that's like uh, like. If I'm like mad that it's too clever, or if I just feel dumb. What bothers me is that the any other en- enemies in the game that have those shock sticks, they aren't affected by an electronic battering. So I yeah. never thought of doing that. I I yep. automatically went to cape stun, which doesn't do anything. So, but it worked. I yeah. beat it, and now I, I know yeah. a different way. So I'm sharing that with you, with you all. Yeah, for when I play this game again, because I might. Now mm. that I hear that there's different endings. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, Zach, you know my and Zach story, so we're going to let you get going. Uh, thanks for joining us, Tyler, yep. and uh, maybe another bat time on another bat channel. <laughs> the same bat channel, but just definitely a different bat time. Awesome. Probably not the same bat time. Great. All right. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Welcome to another, I, I guess this is becoming a regular segment now, where Don Koopman gets to play a lot of great games, and then he gets to tell us about them while we cry and have to wait like another month. Uh, so yes, I am with Don Koopman today. Don, how are you? I'm good. It's at least um, a little bit earlier than last time we recorded. Yeah, yeah, I did you a favor. We were recording right when I got home from work, so what what time is it for you right now? It's uh, quarter before ten. Oh, yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, it's it's about... 10 to 4 o'clock for me right now. So not bad at all. Did you a little favor there? Yeah. Um, so on this installment of Don Gets to Play Great Games Before Everyone... We're going to talk uh, about the Wii Sports Club for a half hour. No. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to revisit bowling. Uh, no, actually, <laughs> Don has been playing Super Mario 3D World. Um, has actually, at this point, completed it. Yeah. Uh, but 
but due to the embargo, can actually only talk about the first two worlds. So yeah, they're way um, more stricter on this one than actually with Super Mario 3D Land. If I reckon and remember it's correct well well 3d land it was like all right let's talk about it and then it was like you could talk about the entire game and all the bonus like unlockable content like everything i mean you, you yeah, have to talk yeah. about everything the, 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 the funny that. part is and it's something behind the scenes for people who never knew this but we actually had to delay that podcast by an additional week because they changed the embargoes last minute that's right i forgot about that yeah we had it all ready to go and then you were like uh crap so we had to pull it out and we saved it you're right yeah. Um, for an extra week. So that's right. I forgot about that. Well, hopefully that won't happen on this one because we're recording Friday. So it's got to go for tomorrow's show. So if you email me in like two hours and like, we can't talk about uh, anything. Then... Nintendo's already gone. They, they <laughs> having, they're celebrating the weekend. So whatever. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Cause it'd be, yeah, 10 at night. Oh, good. So we should be safe. Yeah. We should totally um, be safe. So yeah, Don has played, played all of it, but can talk about the first two worlds and, and various things. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess just in general, Don, I mean, what, what has your impression been of the game? I mean, looking at trailers, it, it really does just look like a, a really pretty version of 3D Land. I mean, do you think that's fair to say? In, in some fashion, yes, because it still has that same course mentality of like Super Mario 3D Land. Um, and in some regards, um, it, you can make the connection between like, Super Mario Galaxy 1 and Super Mario Galaxy 2, where mm-hmm. there's a lot of familiarity there, but there are still, like, new elements to keep the whole experience fresh. Sure. Um, but it's it's this kind of same same kind of mentality where they've taken the concept that people already know and mostly love, because I still know that a few people were that they don't didn't like Super Mario 3D Land, which are crazy. I think so. Um, <laughs> but, um, and, and they made it, well, they made the levels bigger, they added four-player multiplayer, and they made the game overall have, like, a bigger scope to it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not to say that there are some setbacks along the way, but, no, it's it has been mostly, like, a positive thing. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it, it, looks like it would be. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned the stages being bigger... Um, and I would imagine that has to be the case because just the fact that you could have up to four people running around, the, the levels would yeah. have to be li- bigger and, and longer, I would think. Mm-hmm. You will definitely feel that when you're playing alone that the, that they are a bit, maybe a bit too large for your liking. But overall, I, f- I feel that they they still don't limit the potential with the creativity they put in these levels by having four-player people there. It's still totally playable when you're playing it on your own. Um, but it, it's it, at some points it's noticeable where not much is going on, and then all of a sudden you're playing this alone in this big, giant landscape. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you've played multiplayer as well as single-player, correct? Yeah, I played both versions, yes. Did you, did you feel that you preferred playing with people? I mean, apart from just the fun of experiencing it together, I mean, it, it seems like it was, it was better to play with friends. Well, I, I like to screw with people, so in that fashion you could say <laughs> yes. But um, I, I, to be honest, either way it was fine to me. I mean, I, I prefer playing games multiplayer, but it's if it's not an option, I will totally still play it. I mean, I played also a lot of levels just on the gamepad, which um, mm. it's totally acceptable and totally usable. Um, so there's no not much big of a difference there. And 
most of the control options is using. So when I was playing, I just switched between control options and I could change characters on the fly. So there's still a lot of experimentation you can be doing on your own, really. Okay. Now, speaking of, well, a few things there I want to talk about, but control options, uh, does this game use just the gamepad and the pro controller, or can you play with a Wii remote? So you can play with a Wii remote sideways, um, which is not really a preferable option. I wouldn't think so, moving in full 3D. (laughs) Uh, The D-pad is not really made for that. I mean, I played it with E3 demos and such. I played it with with the Wii remote sideways. But to be frank, it's... It's not ideal. Yeah. Um, so I've been switching between three options, and that are the Wii Remote and Nunchuck. Oh. Uh, that's one option. Uh, so you don't have really control for the camera in this fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of the camera angles are fixed in a way anyway. So in the long run, it doesn't really matter, especially when you're playing multiplayer. Yeah. Um, then there is the Pro Controller. And then there is the gamepad. And so you, you've alternated between all three. What did you prefer? So I mostly use the gamepad simply because um, it. I, I just like using that controller. It just feels nice in my hands, so I don't yeah. know. Um, but at the same time, I could easily, when people just wanted to watch something quick, I just could easily switch between the television and touchscreen, which was a way nicer thing. And at the sure. same time, I also got to play around with all the touchscreen stuff, which is a lot in this game. Um, but at the same time, um, when my gamepad was empty, which happened plenty, um, I, of course, used the Pro Controller because it still has the same control setup except for the touchscreen stuff. Yeah. Now, talk a little bit about the touchscreen stuff. I mean, what, what, kind, of, what kind of things can you do with the touchscreen? So... In levels all across the board, there are these purple blocks, which are like there are like a different version of just like the brown blocks. Uh, okay. But these purple ones you can actually break, so you can make it for the other players easier to traverse to some pathways. Uh, but they're still easily breakable if you have the cat suit or any particular big power up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a nice option to have, especially when like the gamepad player doesn't feel really like playing. Um, <laughs> Then there is like uh, the invisible blocks, which they showed at E3, that there are like invisible blocks and coins all across the levels. So you you could use the touchscreen, but sometimes they will just flicker on the TV anyway, so you can just walk across them and see them just as fine. Oh, okay. So it, it, it's it's a not really big difference. I think it's more useful, I guess, in multiplayer when everybody is focusing their attention on something else, and then they're saying, "Hey, there, there are coins here. Go here, over here." Uh, okay, so, I see. I yeah, see. Yeah, but in single player, I didn't saw much of a use for it. Okay. Um, something you mentioned too is is switching between characters. Can you switch between characters mid level, or do you have to? pick a character at the start of the level. So, w- when you start up the game from your save file, you get to choose your character to, cro- to, to walk across the map. Um, when you enter a level on this like big, lush world screen and you go into a level, um, you can press B on your controller of choice and quickly change characters on the fly before you kick off the level. And then once you're in the level, you, you're, you're stuck with whoever you picked? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Who did you prefer to play as? 
So, because it's the year of Luigi, <laughs> I played with the Luigi all the way through. Seems fitting. Seems fitting. And so they carry over like the um, the abilities from Mario Two, where Luigi kind of has a, a, a very long jump, and Princess Peach can float. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I've played all four of them. I think that all of the, four of them have a specific use. With Mario, mm-hmm. just uh, just have the all round character, uh, which for like the regular player is nice. Um, who are for people who are like pretty average at playing video games. Mm-hmm. Then you have Peach, who can't run very fast, but can float midair. Mm-hmm. So those are make it very easier for like like the starter player, because, sure. because she can ho- save herself at at nipped off time. Um, there's Luigi, which I, I I can see being fairly good used by both because of his high jumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, though his um, ability to not stop very quick make it a bit more trickier for like. Well, the, right, yeah, he kind of has yeah. that like that slide, yeah, no traction really. Yeah, and there finally is Toad, <laughs> and he is mostly used to just sprint all across the level. Uh, He's really fast, because right? because some levels have a, like a limited amount of time. And I can't talk about those, sadly. Um, <laughs> but th- they, those are really... His abilities are really useful to get across through those levels. Okay. But so, but in the end, you, you stuck with Luigi for the most part. Luigi I stuck for the most part because I, I, re- I, I really like his jumping. I f- there's a good weight to it. And it uh, makes me helpful to get across this variety of different stages. Right. Um, but but there are instances where I use Toad, for example. But I think I mostly stuck to Luigi and Toad. Yeah, that's kind of cool that there's like some strategy in it that you kind of pick your character based on the the situation. Like you're saying here, like if you have a short time limit, then you know you got to use Toad because he's the quickest. Yeah. Um. That's that's pretty cool. I like too that like you said, Peach is kind of the beginner character because of her ability to flow. It reminds me of um, Donkey Kong Country Returns, where you could play co-op and Diddy's got his jetpack, which is is perfect for kind of newcomers who need to that yeah. extra float ability to get their jumps just right i wish i could play diddy all the way through that venture by the way jeez <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i know once you play diddy it's like you do not want to go back to donkey kong no <clears throat> um so the power-ups you already mentioned the cat suit is the cat suit like just as much fun to play as it looks like it will be in the in the trailers and such oh i love the cat suit. <laughs> best mario power-up ever for me, yeah, totally. Really? Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I can't think of anything else that I loved more than the, the cat suit. Well, because not only is it adorable, but it does seem to open up a lot of different kind of like gameplay options for Mario. Whether you I mean, know, for kind reals, of like... just seeing hearing every single character doing a meow is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear. I need to hear Charles Martinet meowing. I need more of that in my life. Yeah, um, but um, it's. But for me, it's 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 the most interesting power up. But they they have include some stuff that I find pretty interesting as well. Um, particularly when I play the first level, uh, you got to chase to chase around like this big bunny, mm-hmm. and out of when you ca- uh, caught it, out of pop there like the mega mushroom, which. Okay. Came from, of course, the new Super Mario Bros. games, which wasn't used as much as often as in New Super Mario Bros. Two, I believe, which yeah. was a bit of a disappointment. But yeah. there you go. Um, it's it's used in a couple of levels here. Um, 
and it's 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 incredible to use it in 3D because it just causes a rampage across <laughs> where, where you're destroying all the the goombas and who are like hovering for their life, and you use this ground pound to destroy all the blocks in your near area, which um, makes you feel very powerful for just a few seconds. <laughs> Uh, when you when you get that in multiplayer, is it usually just one? So like everyone's trying to run to get it before everyone else, or do they? Is it you know? Do they give you one for everyone? Yeah, it gives you one for everyone. Oh, okay, so uh, yeah, that's got to be a ton of carnage. Then <laughs> you've got four giant characters running it's, it's, around. It, it, it looks insane, but it's also lovely at the same time. <laughs> um, so the the cat power up though is interesting, just because I, I feel like it really changes the gameplay in a lot of ways. With you know, like Mario being able to dive on enemies and like climb up walls and everything like that. I mean, it, I mean, did it seem like a big, I guess, game changer to say in, in your mind? They here's the thing with like the the previous power ups in the past, they just just did one thing right, and then yeah, it was all said and done. Mm-hmm. With the the Katsu, there are two, which I already find a big thing. But it's it's like um, slashing enemies with your with your paws and doing yeah. doing this like cat jump kick from the air, yeah, and then climbing and using those same paws to climb up walls and make tra- make going through like walls in those levels uh, nicer and getting some nicer secrets along the way, yeah. Um, and they make really good use of that with also having like speci- specific pillars that only like the the cat suited characters can can access and then they climb up them and they get like a secret area to explore well yeah i was gonna say it kind of reminds me of of, you know the super nintendo mario world where you need the cape to get to a lot of higher areas where secrets are in like almost every stage um and so the cat seems to like open up the door for that where it's like if you have the cat power if you've survived or you've managed to keep it to this level where maybe it's not actually in well here like there's secrets you can get with it I think there there hasn't been like this multi-use power up as of late in any single Mario game. No, no. Um, of course, there was like the 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 more developed Tanuki suit in like after, in the second half of Super Mario 3D World, but that was already based on like a previous design. Yeah. Um, well, plus, in, you know, with the Tanuki suit, they took away the ability to fly, so it's like you, that it keeps you grounded, so you don't hide secrets the way you can. Yeah, now with yeah. this. But uh, yeah, it's it's the the cat suit has more options here, which is uh, which I believe is a very nice thing. Yeah, I would think so. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I I feel like that's for the most part what we can talk about this early. I mean, that's what all I have. Is there anything you want to specifically talk about? No, we there, are, there are there are a few things that I can still talk about here. Sure. So go ahead. Um, with the other items here, there is of course the um, the cannon box which we saw in the second trailer. Yes. Uh, which I got to play with in the second world boss. Um, so you collect a power up, and you basically shoot cannonballs at every single thing that you encounter. <laughs> and if you hold like the Y button, you charge it up and larger, very more powerful right. shot. Right. It's it's a cool thing. Um, it's only used to specific levels, and you can only use it in those levels. I figured it wasn't yeah like a real power up that you like can carry from level to level. No. Okay. And the same goes for stuff like the handheld piranha plant. Which oh, yeah. which is the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> like <laughs> holding this pocket like pocket piranha plant and just seeing it munch on every single way in its path. <laughs> uh 
but although that that thing has its limits because it will be scared at the moment it sees like the bigger piranha plants pop up. Oh really? Yeah. So that's funny. But it's uh, it's a powerful thing. Um, so let me think. That's that's mostly like the the more important ones that I came across in the first two worlds. So another thing too, I'm, I'm curious about are the the bosses. I because I, I feel like in New Super Mario Brothers U, I, I love the game, but the bosses felt for the most part kind of I don't know a little lackluster. Like they felt kind of by by the by the lines, you know, like it, it wasn't something. A Biden numbers Mario experience. Yeah, yeah, big surprise, right? Yeah. Um, so how what are the bosses like in 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 this game? At least so, the first two bosses. So in the first boss. Um... Bowser drives in a gigantic purple car. Okay. And then he turns around and starts to throw, like, um, European football bombs, <laughs> European bomb football bombs at you, which you have to shoot, which you have to kick back at him to destroy his car. Okay. And that's the first boss. Um, All right. It, it becomes more tricky because it shoots more lava and he makes it more difficult with a few more trap ways, but that's basically what it what it is. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. And then the second one is a straight up like Super Mario Bros. 3 style um, fortress where you have all these driving tank vehicles which you have to avoid. Okay. So So you have to step on them and then... So various smaller puzzles along the way. So the like the Super Mario 3D Land had the fortress ships, and I believe those were in Super Mario 3, 3, Super Mario Brother 3 as well. So they just completely did a 180 and now do the do the the writing sections instead. Okay. Hmm. So yeah, so a little, little little variety there. Sounds like they mixed up a little bit, but yeah, shouldn't be shouldn't be anything. Too surprising to people who play it's, Mario it's, games. It's it's not groundbreaking, but it's fun. Yeah, sure. They do some. They have some twists that make it interesting enough. Okay. And that that's something when I can say about the levels in general. They do things that are interesting. Not specifically like in the first world because it's a straight up introduction to the game. Right. Right. I mean, they are very quick to like introduce like elements, but. The thing that I find interesting is that you walk across this this world map and it's it's so much more interesting to explore because you can just walk around it and there are like coins that you can pick up and there's like item boxes you can crash. I was going to ask, wow, yeah. that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah. And like the mo- two most entertaining levels in the first two world ex- excluding the boss right here in this moment are the are the one where you ride on the dinosaur and go over the water, which was shown at E3 and oh, was, yeah, was yeah. here again. Was here again, um, which I can now do perfectly after playing it for like twenty times. So, <laughs> thank you so much, Nintendo. Um, <laughs> and then the other one, which was World One Five, uh, which is called Switch Scramble Circus, I believe. Um, like in the in Super Mario Galaxy and Galaxy Two, you had these levels where you had to go over like this question block switches and um in clear passageways that way. Mm-hmm. There's an entire level here that's based around that pretty much. Oh okay. And you are on this big circus stand and then go from room to room. Huh. So, so it was a bit different. It was more like a crash course than it was like a regular Mario level. Which yeah. was which was interesting, but it's 
I don't know. I, it's it, it's 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 cool, I guess. But it's it's something that I have to get used to in the long run, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, then going from world two is you have to one where in the trailer you saw these like this these birds like smashing down their long heads to crush you and your friends. Yes. Um, and it's pretty much what you expect. It's it's a it's a slightly tougher level with like moving platforms and um which move very fast back and forth by the way and th- those jerks that are all across because they will you quickly put their head down and the only way you can actively defeat them is by having the cat power up because you can destroy them from high in the air with your cat super kick um <laughs> Which is nice. And of course, I like these very small sections which you have to run across, which is like Toto or Luigi are perfect for. Yeah. And then we have the level we discussed, that's uh, the one with the piranha plant. Mm. And then, of course, we have the the level that everybody has seen, which is uh, the 2-4 one, which is the one with the rolling hills. And the first level we pretty much saw at E3. Yeah. So that was that's pretty much what like the... The 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 world is made of, and okay. the, and then the last one is the, the the double cherry one, which you can use to duplicate like Mario or anyone else that touches the double cherry. Yeah, and that, those are pretty much the levels they introduce to you in the first two worlds, um, which is for the most part it's it's pretty standard Mario fare. I mean, there are a few exceptions in the first one with, again, with the Switch one and with uh, with the riding the dinosaur. Um, but there are some curveballs later, which I can talk about, which um, <laughs> should shape up things to make it more interesting. Yeah, that's what I'm excited for, is, is kind of the later stuff where it and, just gets weird. And the, the thing is then with the... Um, so they have now, instead of like the yellow star coins that have the green stars. Oh, okay, those are like the hidden stars in every level. Yeah. And I, I find them pretty easily for the most part in the first two worlds. I mean, think mm-hmm. I, I only have one level which I haven't completed all of them. But for the most part, I did it. And then next to that, you have the stamps which you can use to enhance your Miiverse posts and give them oh. a little stamp. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. That's actually kind of a cool idea. Yeah. And they're like... Pretty much like an entire page filled of them, so it will be a long while before I have finished them all. Find finally, all of them, yeah. Um, and I like then, them. I like those specifically because they're they're they look hand drawn, like they remind me of the old artwork you'd see in like an instruction manual. For, well, like, if Mario you World. if you remember like the, the the pictures that you got and saved to your 3D SSD card from Super yeah. Mario 3D Land, it's pretty much oh, yeah, straight yeah. up. It's straight up like the the more uh, black and white version of that artwork. Yeah. Which is not necessarily a bad thing, really. No. That was cool artwork. Um, one thing of note is when you get to World 2-1 is that some Miiverse features will already be available. And that's the ghost data. Oh. Uh, so pretty much, It's something you can turn on and off if you want to. Um... And pretty much what happens is that three random me's, and I've seen specific me's of any journalist, so I can tell that it's already legit data that's already out there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you see them walking about in the same like level you are you can see what they are doing so maybe it will be helpful to find like secrets that you didn't find on your own and oh, inter- okay that's yeah. a good idea an interesting thing about it is it, they use their me characters and they have these pixie outfits which are crazy um and some of them even carry gifts so if you um catch up to them you get like maybe an additional item or something That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that that's a sort of smart way to implement it. Hmm. So there are the stems and there are that stuff, which pretty much makes good use of the Miiverse service, I believe. Yeah. But, um, it, it's not necessarily like result screens like New Super Mario Bros. U, but at least it does something that at least stands out a little. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that will do it for now. So, yeah, that's a nice little uh, preview of what's to come. Mm-hmm. Um, now I know the embargo gets a little, you know, is lifted every week. So maybe, maybe not next week, but maybe in two weeks, like right before the game comes out, we'll, we'll revisit this and, um, you can talk a little bit more, you know, without spoiling things, but just a little bit more about what people can expect. I think that would be, uh, that would be good. Mm-hmm. If you, the listener are interested in something like that, uh, let us know. And yeah, we can set something up for maybe about two weeks from now and, and, and get that going. Definitely. I, I would, All right. I would definitely feel something for something like that. Yeah, definitely. Great. Awesome. All right, Don. Well, thanks for being here. Thank you. All right. And I will talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget you can send listener mail to connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com. And if you've got a moment, we'd love it if you could rate and review the show on iTunes. Thanks. Thanks.